listen to what's being told you by your police in the cities or in the state. Nashville, Tennessee, Baltimore, Maryland, Seattle, Washington, even Ohio, Dallas, Texas, Indianapolis, Indiana, Toronto, Canada, Pittsburgh, Mississippi, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Can Topeka, Kansas, Atlanta, Georgia, Los Angeles, California, Orlando, Florida, Havana, Cuba, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, San Francisco, California, Muscoola, Illinois, Havana, Cuba, close by us there, I've seen it here twice. And also Kansas City, Missouri, home for the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. We got some news about that later on in the program. But I'm going to say, work with the lunch with the Missouri Bay Team of Conference for a beautiful, <laughs> well, not cold, but chilly October 3rd in St. Louis, Missouri on the 2020. My name is Al Fosh, your host and the creator, along with Reverend Devin Allen. How you doing, Rev? How's the way? How's the world treating you, brother? Oh, the the Lord is treating me fine. When you got peace with the Lord, everything else fall in line. <laughs> okay, Scott, how you doing, brother? Um, too blessed to be stressed. Okay, we kind of that's my rebel for you. Whenever we're broadcasting live on Ferguson USA, HotTalkRadio.com from beautiful Ferguson, Missouri, at the Greater St. Mark Church Family Complex, um, Mayor Tommy Fields is our pastor. And without any further ado, and uh, Rev, you could please include the, the, our president in your prayer this morning, our pastor also. And Reverend Allen Lyle, pastor of the Walnut Park Bible Chapel Church, is located at 
located at 5547 Million Avenue, 6320. 5547 Million Avenue, 6320. And in St. Louis, Missouri, at St. for your wonderful gospel. How that Christ died for our sin, was buried, and rose again. By continuing believing to the saving of the soul, continue to make heaven your home before you sleep and after you sleep. And we thank you we already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And Heavenly Father, we thank you that we continue to grow in grace and the knowledge of the truth, and that the Holy Spirit takes the gospel all over the universe and convicts spirits to be saved before it's ever too late. And we give great thanks for that. And bless all the sick in the universe. And, and Heavenly Father, bless the President, Heavenly Father. If it be your according to your will, get him together so he can continue to do the mess that you want him to do. Because <laughs> uh, he can't do nothing unless you allow and that's everybody. I don't care whether you save or unsaved. You can't do nothing unless God permits you to do it. So they should remember that. And we give, and great, we give thanks. great thanks for that in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Reverend, you know, uh, you know, one of the things, you know, uh, the Bible teaches us, you know, uh, many, many times it says pray for our, our superiors, our authorities, even authorities, you know, that's the Americans, you know. Representatives in Congress, representatives in the state house, and mayors and the county executives, because God given them the wisdom to be our leaders, okay? And so right now, uh, we're in need of support, no matter where you are. And we always have prayers of blessed down. So, what do you got for us today? We're going to come out of Jonah, Book of Jonah. Which and, one now? And this, this book right here, Jonah, is revealing. Oh, yes. It's revealing what hell is like. Since people don't believe it's a hell. Well, this at least says Jonah, right? Yeah, the book of Jonah. Which what chapter? Chapter two. Oh my God, this that's a well, this is one strange to them you know, to always look about what Jonah, you know, how he was running away from what God told him to do. <laughs> and he couldn't have go ahead, I'm sorry, I'm gonna get this here, get this here. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, the, this title is the, the Prophet's Prayer and Jehovah's Answer. Okay. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish belly. Now, this, this belly of the fish was just like hell. God showed Jonah that this is what hell is like. And hell is, is the only place that you're going to know that it's just you in there. You ain't going to know nobody else. You don't know nobody else. else. You're going to be in there by yourself. People think they're going to be doing what they're doing up here. That's one of the biggest lies. Everybody that goes to hell ain't going to know nobody there but them themselves. That's why it's so important for you to believe the gospel that Jesus died for your sin, was buried and rose again, and you pass from death unto life before you sleep and after you sleep. Listen, Radio Land, listen clear, because uh, the Lord is warning you every day. You don't want to go to hell 
Jesus said hell was a place where the worm never died. And number two, it said, and said, I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord. And he heard me out of the belly of the of hell, cried I, and thou hearest my voice. For thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about, all thy billows and thy ways passed over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. The waters compass me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me round about, the weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountain, the earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee, and to thy holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. But I will sacrifice unto thee, with the voice of thanksgiving, I will pay that 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 I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. The only way you can be saved is by the Lord. There's no other way you can get saved. You can't go to church and get saved. You 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 can be. You can't go up. You can stay out in the world. You can't be saved because the word of God comes to you. You can't go to it. Because man is blind spiritually. So he can't go to the Lord, but the Lord can come to him. And when the Lord comes, you hear him, you accept him by faith, by believing the death, the burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. You pass from death unto life before you sleep and after you sleep. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. Ain't that something? Well, Ralph, you know, it, uh, that just shows you the power. I mean, the power. You know, and like too many times, like you just said earlier on, that people seem to think man, they go to hell, they're going to meet their friends in hell who, 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 who went to hell before them or after them. But it ain't like that. <laughs> and then you say, you know, you're all by yourself. That's right. Because you're the only one going to know you're in hell. You're right, but you're going to know you're in hell, though. Well, here's well, here's a proof. Let's go to Luke 16. <laughs> this will be the proof of that. The Come on, bring it, real bring it, brother. Bring it. Bring it. Come on. <laughs> Luke 16 and verse. I'm gonna start with 21. Okay, your choice. And designed to be fed with the crumbs was fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sword. Talking about Lazarus. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And 23. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torment. See? Singular. He only knew this. He knew this. 
and seeth Abraham afar and Lazarus in his bosom. This was before the Lord led captivity captive, gave gifts unto men, and this when hell enlarged itself. After he took up paradise, hell enlarged itself. That's it. So he ain't talking about nothing about your relatives or nothing. You can forget about them. Everybody go see Jesus. And that's what it's all about. Yep. Amen. Yep. He's always blessed, man. Doesn't matter. He blessed all the time. Yes, sir. Yep, the people, the the people of God, are the light of the world. Yeah. 
you know. That's what that's what people don't be. They don't be prepared. And, and, you know, uh, there was there was five wise virgins and it was five foolish virgins. <laughs> the five wise they had uh, extra oil so they could continue to burn after the bridegroom came back. But the five foolish they they couldn't uh, they they ended up in hell. Because uh, the the light had gone out. Well, that's a good e example there. Okay, is we need to be prepared. Okay, and and, and in prepared, you gotta stay prayed up every day. You know, every second hour during the day. You know, that's why you know you know we were taught as kids. You say your prayers in the morning. It's how the end of the and the end of the day, but you also pray during the day and say thank you for another, thank you for, for blessing me today. Listen, we were just, I'm, I'm thankful for our radio program. We've been going on six years now. It's still kind of right, Scott. That's absolutely right. You know, and, uh, and like I said, and we had some ups and downs, but we, but we, but we kept, kept the faith. You know, and uh, that, that this was going to continue. And, and God has you know, stepped in and showed us, hey, you know, you had oil in your lamp. You, you, you got to keep on praying. Yep. And keep on believing. And that's what, it, that's what that is the key thing, in my opinion here. I could have fortune and fame Go 
you know, uh, some decision, unclarity about when the president you know, got the virus. But to me, that's not important. All that's important to me is that he had the virus, and we're going to keep him in our prayers. And so that's that's where we are, you know, in this situation, okay? And we want to continue some prayers up, blessings down. And um, one of the things that right now uh, I pray that we would be, uh, that, that the staff, you know, would be honest, you know, and giving us the right information that it comes out. Because right now this is a very, very, very serious time in our country. Uh, the world is watching uh, what is taking place, you know, and so one of the, all we can do, so what can I do? Professor, you can pray. You always can pray. And that's mm-hmm. in any kind of way you want to do it. I remember religion, you are prayers up, blessings down. Amen. And also, uh, also, uh, we, uh, you know, we had a debate this this past uh, <laughs> this past uh, this past with uh, uh, Tuesday night, and it really was I wouldn't call it a debate. It was something out of control. The president was, you know, but it was something that uh, that you know uh, we never forget because the rules are being changed before that. But right now, it would not be no second debate. So God changed the rules automatically. So we're about trying to make some adjustments. And also, uh, last year, we found out that, that uh, possibly, possibly that, uh, the uh, president's wife and, you know, some people that was on the plane with them, uh, uh, let me digress. We're not quite sure yet how soon, where, and when did the president contact the virus. Uh, we do know that the uh, White House uh, wasn't honest about when, because suppose if you came out today and stuff, that he flew to a fundraiser, you know, that uh, on, on Thursday, uh, you know, uh, 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 Wednesday, these, these travel days that uh, hold by himself may have been contagious. And we're finding now that this may go back all the way to the ceremony that was took place last Thursday in the White House where you had a lot of people not wearing masks. I mean, and, and I tell anybody, you know, uh, it's been proven. And also, uh, you notice, thank God, yesterday, or last night, or well, yesterday, I should say, when the president walked out to the White House, they had a mask on, showing that this is a serious situation here. Uh, there's a discussion about did the president get here and not get here. Well, you go to the hospital, Scott, rib, all these you know, restrictions you rib, what can they do when you go to the hospital, you know, like this? They're going to put some air in your, in your system, all right, Rip? Right. They're going to put a mask on your face when you walk in, when you fly in, how you get there. You'd be president, you'd be real, you'd be Scott. I don't care who we are. So this discussion about you need to get in the air, that's just, a, no, please. That's just something that automatically takes place or can you go to a hospital. Or, or either when you're in the ambulance, right, Rip? Right. You can put that air, you're going to put that mask on your face. Why do you do that, Rip? Why do they do that, Rip? Uh, that's to protect you and the, and the person and keep up. Uh diseases down. How you gonna help somebody if you can get messed up? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so that's why you wear that protective gear for that reason. You can't help nobody if you messed up. <laughs> well, I always tell people, Rev, and I said, you know, it's too many times, if you ever flown before, they say, you know, uh, put a, you know, the air mask come down, put yours on first, and then help somebody else out. Yeah. And if otherwise, like you said, I can't help nobody else. If I'm all, I'm an uncle, your baby, whoever you are, there's straight procedures. So right now, 
there's a lot of, you know, a lot of questions about the air, but the fact to me is that he's in the hospital. Uh, there are different reports that kind of makes no sense that the president's doctor came out and didn't answer questions directly, but there, the president travels. He has a press pool. It goes wherever he goes. They fly with him wherever he goes. And so the press pool was able to talk to the uh, hospital doctors. And they got a people from them. And they were more upfront than, than what the, uh, the president's doctor was about the president's condition. Mm-hmm. And so all of us listen, listen to my voice now. The prayer up and blessing down for the president in the next 24, 48 hours is a critical time. And so just you know, believe that, that God will make him healed again. He will come out straighter and stronger than ever before. But these are things we have to look at as we look at how we're going to go about doing things. And also for people also have this in their mind about what happened is, uh, you know, the president didn't have a quick recovery. Well, there's a center chain, there's a chain of people in the White House, you know, that uh, has such a positive, like I said before. But also uh, the uh, message one person that I didn't mention, uh, she is, I may have seen the chairman of the uh, Republican National Committee. Uh, she also has, has contacted the virus. Now, okay, now, we always talk about this real months ago, Scott, before the elections took place, you know, there's nothing in government. So, so far, we have saw how the uh, judicial works when we had an impeachment process. Uh, we also wonder how the uh, House and the Senate you know, operate. Well, we're seeing very, very, very clearly how they operate. And we also see how the administration works. And also we saw how the judicial works also. So now we're about to get a lesson. And we pray to God this never takes place. Never takes place. But uh, in, 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 when something happens to the president, uh, when he, if he becomes incapacitated, that means that he, can't, you know, he may have to have a procedure uh, whatever, I mean, uh, that, that, that he'll sign, you know, he'll either verbally give, you know, you'll, 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 you'll notice that the uh, vice president can, can take control, uh, either put it in writing to him, you know, if he can, if he can't speak, he can write, and, and he has, has operation, but if anything goes wrong, uh, uh, Vice President Trump, Vice President Pence, I'm sure, would, uh, would step in, and God forbid if something happened to him, then, uh, then we go through a process where uh, the, 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 uh, well, the, the Speaker uh, Pelosi is, is next in line. But before that takes place, there's a whole process that we got to go before before Congress to get all that done. So right now, uh, there is a, a process which I pray to God that we have to be have to go through. But this is going to be uh, another a lesson in, in, in how government works and how we need to be prepared and, and just be taking our notes as we go through this whole process. You know, because uh, uh, we're living you know, in a new age, in a new time. So a lot of things are taking place. And also, uh, also uh, this week, well, not this week, I'm sorry, uh, on uh, uh, next, this coming Wednesday, uh, we will be able to see a uh, debate between uh, Vice President uh, Pence and also uh, Senator Karma Harris, Yes, it's uh, you know, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time uh, this Wednesday, uh, which will be very interesting. You know, and, uh, and, uh, and it will be very interesting to see you know, how that goes, what the topics will be, 
And, uh, and in the last debate, to me, the moderator just lost control. Remember, he's actually lost control. We can't blame any one person, but hopefully we will see a more, uh, a more you know, calm debate and we can get to some of the issues and, we can, and they can be addressed. Now, in the meantime, Real simple 
and that's what they ruled on. And now, as it was coming out, and then asked about a body cam, he said they didn't have a body cam. Well, that's not true. And so right now, you know, uh, you know, the, the brother there, you know, you know, embarrassed himself, embarrassed Kentucky, you know, which is not a good thing for, you know, for Attorney General to do something like that. Because when, when you uh, go before a grand jury, you speaking for honesty, you know, for the person that's been killed, a uh, person that's been wronged. You can always be honest with, with you know, people in your state. So, again, uh, the transcript was released yesterday, and, uh, and, and like I said, the Attorney General over quite a bit. But you're going to continue to hear more about this. And the thing that makes you scratch your head, the Taylor family won a civil, a civil law, civil, civil law, lawsuit, and Louisville, Kentucky paid the family over, over $12 million plus changes to the police department. In their police department for them doing what, they, what, what, what was done here. And so now, uh, as we see now, justice is working. you got to have faith in it and let it work itself out. So, again, uh, this is going to be stuff that you're going to hear more and more about in the, in the coming weeks. And also, uh, uh, you know, while we're talking on, on the, uh, on the on COVID-19 uh, here in Missouri, uh, my God, we are, we are in a... We are in bad shape, for lack of a better description. Missouri uh, is, is stuck in a COVID-19 virus hot zone, red zone, and our governor refused to take any action after being heard by the White House. No changes at the, at the, at the, 19, the COVID-19 coronavirus uh, continues to stop, continues to spike. Uh, a lot of the rural hospitals right now, the ones that do exist, are, over, are being overran. And then into the city now, uh, and, and also uh, the uh, you know a lot of restaurants, a lot of people you know are coming down with this virus, and, uh, and right now it's not looking good. And it's uh, right now you say it's actually spiking, you know, it's spiking. You know, we get higher numbers every day, uh, and that's not good. And still, the governor has, as a matter of fact, he's uh, thank God that uh, he is improving. And his wife, uh, you know, their virus. Last year, we spoke about the uh, Parson uh, family uh, festival that had been, been his wife said was going to take place where it had been postponed. Thank God for that. So that's mm-hmm. off the table. And right now, we pray for their continued, you know, the healing of their bodies and that they continue to move forward in a, in a very positive way. Now, unfortunately, St. Louis County, oh my God. Uh, we got, I got, I mentioned you about the virus, uh, coronavirus, you know, and COVID-19. Well, you can tell when it's bad that we have an election here, and like they want to do on, uh, on, in November, where the election board is having problems right now getting people to work the polls. Uh, unfortunately, for how you want to look at a lot of the election workers, are, you know, uh, senior citizens, uh, they're up in age a little bit, uh, seniors. And they, they are susceptible to the virus, so, we, so there's a problem getting people to work the polls now. And so now the election board in St. Louis County, St. Louis County, not St. Louis County, St. Louis County is offering a $100 hazard bonus to work. You hear that, Rev? Yeah. They're offering a $100 bonus, okay, for people to work the polls. That's on top of the money they're going to get already. And that's because the state and in Henry County, you know, things are, uh, are not you know, going down; they're going up. And on this election, uh, please get out and vote. Don't be deterred, uh, like uh, 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 Mr. Obama said. 
take your lunch, you gotta stand in line because there will be lines because yeah. now you can only let so many people into the polling places because of social distancing. Uh, you gotta have masks. We kind of laugh at uh, the last election, but the same this election that St. Louis, St. Charles County was outside of St. Louis that they had told their workers if people didn't wear masks, you know, uh, all one and, and joke about it, you know, they don't have to wear one. Well, St. Charles County is also being hot, being hit hard with this virus also. You know, so again, this is not a thing to play with. I will say in St. Louis City, the things are not as bad as they could have been. And matter of fact, the, the mayor is allowing uh, the football teams there to play football now and, some other, and basketball, some other sports. Whereas in St. Louis County, our county executive still has a hold on seniors, uh, not seniors, but uh, uh, no, high school kids, high school sports being able to participate in the, uh, but anyway, like I said, this virus is something very, very serious. And uh, another thing that is uh, taking place uh, most recently, uh, there was a st uh, state audit that found that uh, county government got a very poor grade, which is not a good thing. And in St. Louis, we still continue to have, continue uh, in county, Carjacking and murder rates continue to decrease. City now has over 200 murders in Steele County. And in St. Louis County, uh, uh, we should notice that in the black community, drug overdose deaths have spiked to over 64%, a hell of an increase with the French. And also, uh, last but not least here, uh, we need to say this, that, uh, that uh, 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 and Mr. MC, how you doing, sir? I'm on fine, sir. Okay, Richard is, uh, we've been friends over 40 some years now. He hosts the radio show in Kansas City. Yes, we come to Kansas City. It is now to be heard on Ferguson USA, hotdogmeals.com, every Saturday at 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. And so we want to welcome to our discussion today. Talk about, this, talk about what's going on in our state on both sides of the state. But MC, before I say any more, I know you are, we are both catching the Chiefs fans. That is, and have you heard the latest that yeah. uh, Cam Newton is not yeah. going to play? Yeah, so I'll let you make that announcement, okay? And also, it has been said that the game may be canceled for tomorrow between the Chiefs, which I hope they will, because see what took place you know, with, with, with these with, with, you know, the people being tested. They just be too close for comfort. Wouldn't you agree? Well, I haven't heard that uh, as of yet. I heard that already now. That the, that the game may be canceled, okay, but I like to hear from more than one resource. But right now, technically, I'm, I'm reporting that the game uh, will be canceled because there are some other football teams, uh, like the Tigers and, you know, the Vikings had some issues, and so their games were canceled. And right now, I think the NFL will try to put this under control. You know, they want to get shut down early on rather than later on. Would you agree? Well, um, yes and no. I did hear that they're canceling the uh, Tennessee Titans game. Oh, yes, oh, yes, they've been canceled, yes. As a matter of fact, uh, you, you, know, you know, one of the things that they were doing there, they got to clean their facility, you know, and, 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 and right now, you know, I got some friends that, you know, associated with the, with the Titans down we can them also. But this, this goes back to this virus, it has, it has no friends nowhere. That is true. You know, but wait a minute, how you doing, sir? Well, I'm doing okay. There's, uh, hopefully I can stay away from there and don't be, uh, 
uh, connected with anyone who has it because you know how rapidly it spreads. So I'm trying to be as close to keeping my health up as possible and wish the same thing to everybody, not only in Kansas City, but also in St. Louis. And, uh, right. And, you know, that's up to 209,990 people who have died uh, based on this uh, this terrible crisis. You know, you see, you know, uh, one of the things, you know, well, you, matter of fact, uh, uh, Scott, uh, Rev, yeah. uh, this man we're talking to, uh, 80 years old. Yeah, that's good. Good. He looked good for his age. <laughs> yeah, he's 80 years old, and, uh, but he still sounds like a young man. His mind is short, you know, and he uh, continues to do his show uh, out of Kansas City. has been on the air over 30 years, and uh, we were faithful enough, fortunate enough for him to bring the show to FreemanUSAHotTalk.com. Uh, and uh, right now, his listeners are growing, and, uh, and, and I got to admit, I've been part of the show. But he's been, uh, I always loved the show he was in Kansas City. I was listening to him be a guest on many, many occasions. And, but he, he is what you call a, 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 a treasure in Kansas City. People, everybody know M.C. Richardson. Uh, I mean, he's been there. Uh, but the thing that has been his calling card has been the organization, which is the oldest black media organization in the country, the United Northern Media Association, better known as you. So tell us about that, Mr. Richardson. Well, not only we are, uh, we are also a senior minority media advocacy organization in the country. And that is a, a pleasure to be part of an organization, which I had the opportunity to uh, my brainchild, and we're spreading that throughout the United States. but. More importantly, we serve the 27 uh, state um, region, and which consists of like uh, we can go, we say Missouri, we can say uh, Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and etc. But what we deal with is the Broadcasters Association in each of these cities, which all of them are located in the capital city. And that way, our, you um, uh, you very well know they can lobby. If they yeah. got an office in the capital city, yeah. and we also work with educational institutions, wherever we can, and then uh, organizations that are really sincere about doing something, and we work, we serve the media, but we also work in other areas, any way we can enhance the uh, said communities. And also, the, the thing that uh, that's been the most uh, most you're calling the real the real thing about Yuma is that you have created so many jobs for so many people in in, in the country. And I said uh, these are not just jobs in the uh, on television or radio. Matter of fact, we got a TV person right now that he was on Channel Four. He started out with Yuma years and years ago, uh, and she's moved on. Uh, but not just in the media, but like in, in corporate America, you know, a lot of Jobs there can't be hire no human, human students and stuff. But they got you go to college, you got scholarships. And as a matter of fact, you had a golf tournament for years and years and years that raised money for, I can't count the number of students, you got scholarships. 
you know, and uh, I know one person that close to us, his wife, and now she works in the Federal Reserve Bank. But that was how she got involved with you, and she needed to move on with, in her career. Well, that, that's well, true. She needed to do it. Maybe you made me speak. But, you know, it's, uh, a lot of people have been, uh, had the opportunity to participate in Yuma through our youth group or our just regular organization, and they have found pretty good and uh, thriving careers in other parts of these United States. And at one time, we had people, members from Kenya and whatever called, our motto is Yuma, uh, what do we say, uh, global media. Uh, <laughs> well, you, oh, let me rephrase that. Media is global. <laughs> well, you know, you know that I think right now the media is the whole thing that's driving the whole world right now. You know, we call it social media, uh, but it all comes from the word media, which is communications. Well, that's true. But let's uh, let me uh, for your listeners. When they be talking that about fake uh, media, not our group, not our group. That's other people who have kind of twisted around to enable them to uh, have a voice. But everybody look at, uh, if they see it in the media, or they hear it, or they read it in our newspaper, that is the gospel to some people, okay? You, you know, if you, you know, no, we came back, we go back, I mean, I'm going to tell our neighbors, we go back over four years as friends, you know, longer than probably. But in that, in that, in that process, we, we came along in a time that any time, anything went out on radio, uh, television, it was uh, reported, uh, 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 I said, I got researched and verified at least three or four times before it was reported to anybody. That's true. But nowadays, with the, uh, with everyone having a cell phone, Everyone have access to some type of media organization, you know. Uh, they get, they get through to CNN, all the TV stations, the media, media, uh, uh, you know, cable stations. They're rushing right now just to be heard, and nobody takes turn takes time to go get the facts. But on our program, like your program, we get just the facts, like Dragnet, just the facts. Well, you know, when, uh, we both were part of the National Black Media Coalition. Yeah, that's what the idea sprung out, if I'm saying that correctly, about cell phones. And we had opportunity to get involved, but we just didn't have the money, the finances. Yeah. And, and now everybody, they throw away their land-based phone just to uh, use their cell phone. And every little kid looks like they got their own cell phone. And people use their their criteria for not only getting the news, but also enhancing social media. You know, you say we we, we missed okay the, our late founder of the National Media Association, Mr. Pruya Marshall, uh, was 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 the person that was based in Washington D C and that's how we met back you know back in those days. And I was fortunate enough to create the uh St. Louis chapter here in the uh in, with, with the media association and uh and we were able to do some things here. Like you were in Kansas City but you were like the premier uh group in the whole country. Because your area, you know, ran from uh, from the Mississippi River all the way to California. True. And still getting people called, like you said, a lot of people that have stored out uh, in our youth uh, component, and they have gotten careers all over this country. we got people in L.A., New York, 
down in Florida and Atlanta and et cetera. Mm -hmm. And it gets strong because you got a lot of young people right now getting in uh, with what we're doing because one of the things in the aspect of commerce uh, without, without, without our chapter, uh, came, I should say, uh, what we're doing, we're, we're advocating for the young people to get involved. And we, and now, uh, we have a program called, now that we come out, we talked about it before, the American, uh, uh, American Dream Fund. The American Dream Fund Marketplace, which is encouraging you know, uh, people that use social media but have a proper understanding how to use it. Like anything in life, you know, if you know how to use it, okay, it's useful. Well, if you don't know how to use what you got, I ain't got to tell you, it ain't good for the whole team. That's uh, so true. And we all are constantly out there recruiting 24-7 and getting people, and we're really trying to target no-nonsense people and get them involved because we all have we all here for a reason and if we can keep our chemistry going between the organizations the minority organizations but not limited to everybody will grow and, and, and I mean, that's a whole thing okay because right now uh, something uh, Jackie, Jackie used to say all the time we're not in a rainbow world okay so, I mean a rainbow where we are because right now, it's, you know, uh, you know, it's, you know, with, you know uh, our young people, you know, uh, loving, you know, uh, not just, you know, um, black and white, you got to stand. We, 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 we're in a rainbow world. I mean, and that's the thing that we should you know, keep that in mind, that that's a blessing now. Uh, that that's what will be, that is making kind of uh, us get along where we want to get along. Well, let me add this uh uh, Eugene Jackson, hometown, I think he's over in South Africa. He left here. He helped start the Black National Network. And at one of our conferences, he he told the people that because we didn't know what we were, or no, we were black at one time, Negro, we was <laughs> colored, and then we was Pan-African, Pan-American. So he started that. I think he and team... Uh, Jesse Jackson team, they're both of them, uh, Jackson, and they created African American, okay? And now all over this country and other countries, they refer to black people as African Americans. You know, I'm, I'm glad you kind of explained how they came about because, you know, for a time, you know, uh, well, when, when, I, when I was a kid, you know, I was a kid, I was down south, you know, I, and I looked at uh, you know, the, the, the textbook they gave us. And then inside they had on, on the covenant that we were Negroes. You know, and then, uh, then during, during the uh, during the sixties, okay, it became black. You know, black for black power. And then that's when, and when Dr. Jackson came along, like you just explained, that we became African American. But for the most part, uh, you know, we never came. I've never been African my entire life. You know, you know, and and most of my family roots you know, go back to say that all of them were born here in America. And, and I think right now, uh, as people have been deported, is a good example. A lot of people who going back, you know, who were supposed to be deported, they don't have the slightest idea. Damn, when they found this, they go to another country. They're lost. Like, I would be lost. I would have. So would you? What would I say? What would I do? Well, I think that came about because you know you can look at. Uh, the people from Israel, the Jewish people, or you can talk about the Mexican, Mexico, 
and everybody had a country that they could identify with, most of them said, our mother country. And so the people, and I think at one time, the whole world was an African country, a continent that had spread through uh, the millions of years, they say, and I wasn't here, so I couldn't really uh, speak to that. But on the same token, uh, so many resources, so many things, and in Africa, how the other people went in there and just stole, and they had uh, black folk fighting against black folk. They still use that. That might have derived from over in uh, Asia. Well, that was, I think that was the first mafia. Was what they would do? They would uh, one way you can uh, what you call it take control of the country. If you wouldn't feed them, or you wouldn't give them water, you wouldn't do a lot of stuff. And they really separate, just like, I don't know if you remember, our, but they used to say the, they had the Prince Albert uh, deal where they had all the uh, countries. And what I'm trying to say, how they, they built the freeways and everything to contain all the black community, I'm trying to think of that proper name. Maybe I need your help on that. Well, no, well, no, first of all, people knew Prince Albert as being a, being a cigar, you know, the tobacco. But, I understand that. Okay, but uh, but the other one, okay, I heard bits and pieces of the case. I can't speak freely, okay, but it, it was used as a tool for that like, description, okay, to separate us, you know, you know uh, so, uh, the blacks, and we are easily separated, believe it or not. Well, well, look, we know we are. But it was a name, what we call, how we get all of them, like, have them so-called self-contained. And I can't think of that as correct name right now. You see, I gotta admit, I gotta do some research, some research on that one, okay? Because uh, I do a little research and I go back to, uh, you know, all the way back to, uh, to, uh, Jim, uh, uh, Mr. Brown, uh, what's his name? Oh, boy. See, if you, I'm going to switch you now. My memory can't go too far back here, but uh, when we had the, the first revolution, the attempted revolution, John Brown, when he, you know, when he was a revolutionist, I should say, uh, and how, how far that goes back to them trying to have an uprising in our country, you know, the blacks you know, trying to you know, get their freedom and what have you. And to this point, uh, there was a black man that went and told anybody else what John Brown was doing. And since that time, I knew this for a fact, blacks never have had a revolution in this country because someone would go tell them what was going on. That's still a problem with us today. Well, well, well unfortunately, you know, it, it, it bothers me around to a fact here in Kansas City, it's the same Louis, I just said, around the whole country. Uh, if somebody was killed, a life is taken. There was a time in the community about that the police know we're afraid over here, you know, and we saw and then people see this all the time. You know, there's very few times things can happen in a neighborhood that somebody's gonna see what you do. I mean, somebody know who shot, uh, who killed, or who stabbed, or who beat up everybody. Because it's, it, it goes through the grapevine. And even in the grapevine is it's going to be very accurate, but right now Everybody want to be, be called a snitch, and consequently, nobody tells on anybody right now. And I guess, MC, to be honest with you, nowadays it's because people are scared. Well, yeah, because they're afraid of that retaliation. 
Uh, like uh, the people we have, I know. I, I would think you had Section Eight up in uh, St. Louis, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, people separated by incomes and what happened. Uh, the people deprived. Most of us are deprived. Was they got a house and. Then they would have the thugs and the dope dealers come and took control of the house, and the people were afraid to say anything because of the retaliation. Hopefully we can go beyond that, because like when they take you to court, they need witness for you got the thug friends, the criminal friends, or whatever there, and if you there testifying, everybody can see you and know who you are. And this has been a problem in the same way where uh, getting more uh, blacks in the police force, most of them friends, cousins, or whatever, a former criminal or still criminal, and so that's why they didn't want to join the police for a law enforcement agency, whereas they had people come from the South, uh, clan or whatever, and they paid, they had good benefits, and that's why, and our people just don't take advantage of those jobs, they're like even and the police department where the people had to live within that uh, boundary, and they had a lot of people who lived outside the boundary, but they gave uh, an address within the boundary. And with the, like Kansas City and St. Louis, and we ought to do a, a collective show on that, because our murders are just out uh, crazy, and we're going to have to do something. They bring different people in here, and they don't care who they kill. It could be a woman, it could be a teenager, it could be a male, uh, and our latest two homicides have been kids. The oldest one being four, and the other one uh, about a week and a half ago was almost two. Because it was in a place like a lot of people, if they ride around with the kids in the car and they dope dealers or whatever, or they live in an apartment and they got their kids in there and people come by and shoot up the house, those youth are normally killed. And the women, people got to know what's going on, but because of right now they are afraid of retaliation, they don't say anything or they part of it. But you see, I think, and you hit it on the head in a roundabout way, okay, uh, they are part of seeing what goes on. And you hear on the here, you're talking about police officers, you know, recruitment of police officers. If you come from the neighborhood, there was a time that you became a police officer, you know, you, you know, you were a power profession in the neighborhood. Everybody respected you having a gun. You know, at least they get, get, get you respect. But now in Missouri, you know, anybody knows I had to do this over and over here when I talk to people around the country. And in Missouri, I just was talking to uh, one of our good guests, you know, always guests about and Rev, you know what I'm talking about, uh, commitment Anthony Bell, he's a commitment in the Great War. And he was telling me, he was talking about, you know, about these guns. When he said he got kids walking down, when we asked him, yeah, kids, they're not 20 years old, kids. Walking down the street with who's uh, hanging off, I mean, uh, AK-47, they got shotguns, they got, uh, you know, uh, high-powered pistols. As a matter of fact, they got more powerful pistols than the police department got. Mm-hmm. And nobody's saying anything to them. Because mm-hmm. in Missouri, it's a law. Well, they, they fall back on the Second Amendment. they got to protect themselves. And when they drop the requirements of people can just purchase a gun, it's just like uh, you're talking about they own self 
what they call the collateral damage that they don't worry about because black folks will kill other black folks and they don't have to beat them at the, in the courts or whatever because we're killing one another. Well, you see, we have to break uh, out what happened in Missouri. You know, uh, we, are, we are a rural area and we are uh, uh, a metropolitan area. Unfortunately, in years gone by, the, the metropolitan areas had control of the, of the, of the legislature legislative body, and that way they uh, they would kind of vote down you know, guns in the inner cities and stuff. Well, after they got internal limitations, the uh, rural areas now are in control in this in, in, in the in the general bodies now, and in the rural areas, you know, it's a right of passage to have a gun to ride around with a rifle in your back in your back you know, back of your truck. You know, nobody's going to steal it. Now they go to gun shows. And they are taught how to use a rifle, or how to shoot you know, a deer, or shoot a rabbit, not how to kill people. Well, they're you know, in the city, there are no rabbits. They just shoot people. And that is where we had a problem. In the city, the laws are made you know, for the rural areas, but in the city, we're the ones paying the price for it. That's true, and that's, that, that is a problem, and... I was going to, you know, talk about politics that how can, how do the rural areas, which we say got less people, uh, less voters than uh, metro areas, but they always come out winning. How is that possible? Well, right now, uh, you bring it up, there's a, uh, there was a, a, a constitutional amendment uh, in 2018. Where in in Missouri the, the Republicans were gerrymandering the, the maps to give them the maps okay to give them they had the power in Jeff City. Well, it was voted uh, in 2018 you know, to change that system around where we have somebody to draw the map other than a few that's in power. So naturally, if you're in power, you're gonna keep, you're gonna draw the map to, you know, to your advantage. Well, right now as we speak on you know, this ballot, as these people voting, there I think it's Amendment Three. Uh, that came back when they're trying to appeal what we all voted on back in 2018. So uh, if you want to uh, go back to the old way of doing, uh, doing, the, uh, doing the map drawing in 2022, uh, you need to vote against that because what that's doing is keep the same people in power. And, 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 and I say keep people in power. It just doesn't go by the numbers, okay? People have to be gerrymandered a map in such a way that you... There's three gaps, okay, when you know you have a majority in. And that kind of you know, speaks to where the power lies in, in Missouri. That's true. I, mean, I think in our second broadcast that we're going to do today, that's mm-hmm. part of the amendment. And then also, whether or not it could be under the governor's control, where well, he picks his own committee, he or that's, she. Yeah, he or she. And, 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 uh, and right now, okay, that has been been the way for years. In 2018, uh, we were supposed to change. As a matter of fact, in Missouri, we have been known uh, when, people, when the people vote for something that the legislature will go in and change the laws, okay, <laughs> that we have voted for, and you know, and just ignore them in, in some cases. And then with them having the power to force the judges in Missouri, you know, the circuit, you know, the circuit, you know, the circuit, uh, circuit. Uh, judges, 
you know, uh, and their magic will agree with what, what they want. As a matter of fact, it's it, it, it partisan, what would be non-partisan system that we have, and it should have paused the years, okay, with uh, Kim Gardner here in St. Louis. Uh, most recently, we had a family here that was, uh, that, uh, was uh, banishing, you know, displaying the people you know, with, with some guns during, during a protest. Well, oh, for the record, by the way, the, uh, the case against the, the couple is still is still pending to go to go to court. But also, uh, the police department uh, wanted wanted, wanted to, uh, to uh, charge nine people with trespassing. Well, that has been thrown out <laughs> out, out, out of you know, you know out, out of court because the land owners of that city were trespassing on their streets. And so that was what we were with our police department, who, who doesn't like our uh, attorney, uh, lost there. And, and, and in that same case, we have uh, our attorney general uh, was publicized, and also this same couple was on at the Republican convention uh, saying how they were, you know, uh, fighting about, about uh, under attack when, when all the laws are saying now that that wasn't true. As a matter of fact, our governor had said if they, if they were, if they were, uh, if they were uh, found guilty, he was going to pardon them. <laughs> and, and also, they gave us gave some publicity from the president, and, and, you know, and also uh, Attorney General got some publicity also in that same case. So, but, but right now we find out that all the things they were publicizing to do, the, the law was saying they were wrong. Well, that, that's that's so true. I was just thinking, uh, getting into another show, um, and this is the census, and every 10 years they would do this get the people. It's on the, one of the amendments uh, today, to amend it or whatever, or either extend the uh, people in state government to, uh, they got a two-term limit, uh, uh, limit now, but then they want to extend that, like in the federal government, they can run for years until somebody vote them out. It's just like in St. Louis that uh, Clay had been the uh, state rep for X amount of year, and another young lady beat him out this year. Well, well, well no, he wasn't a he, he was a former state senator, and then he became a, a congressman. Okay. And a United States congressman, and he was and he was voted out uh, this year by. Uh, uh, by Okay, he was voted out by uh, uh, he was voted out by, by a newcomer. They ran against him again. A young lady, yeah. Yeah, and that was again because again uh, he didn't. Uh, and, and we talked about this on the show before. Uh, his father was a very powerful man because while his father was a was a, a congressman the whole time he was in Washington D.C. He also served as a commitment in the 26th war in the city of St. Louis. That's true. So they kept him involved with what's going on in the city of St. Louis. Well, his son did it different. You know, he didn't serve as a commitment, but nor did he live in the city of St. Louis. And so, again, he forsake his base, and his base made him pay for it. Well, so, let me ask you, I know he's still in the office till probably January. Yes, January. Uh, uh, what is he presently doing, or what's his future plans, do you know? 
Like when he was registered to vote, if MC Richard went down there and registered to vote, right? He, he would go home that night, okay, outside his window. He would see people playing outside his window, you know, in the nighttime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. He was saying, don't vote, don't vote, don't vote, don't vote. Or don't go back, or don't go back, don't go back. And so these are also some of the tricks in the South that were, that were eliminated, okay, when they, when, they, when, they, when they passed the act, okay, that, that, that made it illegal. And so with the public being in power most recently, uh, they repeal that. And, and that's why uh, a lot of things are taking place now that, uh, that in the South, uh, when the young lady that Trace Abrams, and she ran for uh, governor, when the, when the Secretary of State at that time, who, who, who was over the election, he threw off a half a million black folks. And guess what? He won by a half a million votes. Well, let's get back to the, one of the most important of this control all that is the Secretary of State. Right, and, that, and that's the office that, uh, that people don't understand, you know, in, in government. The Secretary of State is the one that controls all your voting, all your business licenses, uh, your non-profits, for-profits, all of that comes up under the Secretary. Matter of fact, in, 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 I think it's, in, it's back now in Missouri, we should have a blue book. You know, and I got a lot of those around, you know. And Scott, do you have a blue book? Scott? Yes, sir. Do you have a blue book? A rule book for what? A rule book for Missouri. No, no, no rule book they had about all, all about the government in your city. I do not have that readily available, but I could probably. Uh... Well, I'm mean, saying they start printing, but I got one. I can, I can give you one. Okay, sounds like a winner. Have you got one? Mm-hmm. I used to have one and got some people. I got to get in touch with somebody who's a state rep or whatever. I, I used to give one every time they had a. Uh, Election. Right. Yeah, I was fortunate to get over a hundred of those things when, when they when they when they disapproved. They went out. They took them out. Uh, took them out. Okay. Uh, when uh, uh, Ms. Uh, Cal- uh, 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 Governor Callahan's daughter became Secretary yeah. of State, and so what the Republicans did in Jeff City, they outlawed that for them putting because her name would be on would be on the book. That's they, true. They said they would give her an advantage. And since that time, at that time, it was free. So now I think they brought it back again, you know, since she's no longer a threat. And now uh, it's uh, 50 bucks for a book. They sell the book now. I think they're hands online. But I got a, uh, uh, one of my former citizens, uh, 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 a good friend of mine, she had over 100 some of my books. And I also had some friends of mine collect books for me up in New York City. And I went to that time and got over 100 some books and, and, and gave them to one of the high schools for they History. It was kind of funny, MC. My goal was to give to the teachers and he could give to the students, right? Okay. When I got, it, got to the school, the, the teacher said, we want this book for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> well, let, let's say if we can do something because they have the new, uh, I guess, the 101 Congress uh, coming up in uh, January. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can... Uh, Unite our brains or whatever, our, our so-called clout, so we can get X amount of boots, uh, boots, <laughs> X amount of books to distribute to some of our educational institutions. Because we used to have civics, we used to have government, but our people, even today, they don't know who to vote for, why they should vote, because they don't have the history 
they might rely on one or two uh, political organizations to tell them how to vote. So we should, that could be something that we could kind of jointly uh, work together to really get those distributed. I'm quite sure if we can get some of the people, we don't have, we got a young lady running for state senator, uh, and her name is Barbara Washington, and she was a member of Cuba, and she's an attorney. But we just got, we got resources that we have, we don't know they are good resources for us. So let's kind of put our heads together and see how we, because we can cover Missouri, the whole state of Missouri, and the county. You know, to get this information out. You brought up a good point there. Matter of fact, uh, what we can also do is uh, see how many of the old books that that that, that still available. People had them, they didn't want them. I mean, you know, and if we can possibly you know get some old books, you know, that people got sitting in their basement or their garages, if we can get the new ones. I'm not sure. I think the new ones are for sale. Where the old ones were, you know, were not for sale. You know, I mean, they just gave them. To, you know, well, let me ask you. Our guest host today at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. She works for the public library here. You think okay. they they should have copies, right? Or she can just advise her because she's becoming a member of Yuma. How we can uh, attain those to get them, uh, get a sponsor, so we can really get them out. Well, well, I mean, that's another that'd be great. Okay, and, and we can get that, get that to the, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, as many, as many teachers, okay, in the schools, you know, so they can have this book. Because uh, again, it was a great source of all the statistics. You know, uh, not, it, it's one of those books that told you the population of the state, uh, you know, the, the, the composition of um, different races. Uh, it told you who all the authors. If you had a complaint about anything, who to contact. The telephone numbers, the fax numbers, the email address, all of that information. It was a very, very useful tool that uh, people that I would uh, give them to uh, would come back and say thank them because they were able to you know, use the book to pass on knowledge to other people and at the same time get have them resolve complaints. So you I, know, that brought up, uh, you got my mind clicking that we know in 2021. Both the state of Missouri and Iowa license, broadcast license, be due. And that's when they renew, okay? And then that is based on community service, public affairs, and a lot of people, a lot of states have gone online to maintain the public file. But that's something if people have complaints or they have positive stuff to say. I know when you go to the FCC, which I used to go for go there every year, I went to Washington, they got all this information. Oh, yeah. And this is what it's based on, but most of the people we don't know, and we get people from outside the said community really controlling the station. You know, you know, Scott and Rev, uh, you know, and I know MC will assess this, when I, when I went to the FCC, you know, you visualize this being you know, a real organized place, right, MC? Right. So we got there, they had, it was they have, you know, so loosely files and pieces of paper all over the place. <laughs> and, and I hope back right now that they got it you know, online, a whole lot of stuff, which, is, again, if they have it online, you guys have a hard time facing Matter of fact, even right now, when, when, uh, when there's a ruling, you got to go to all types of places where they can hide it for you now. So you become less educated with, with online information now. Well, you're talking about another good show, but... When we used to go up to, I remember Barbara Moran 
she worked for the FCC, but most of the people that we used to work with that would help us, they retired or no longer with us. Yeah, and some of them died, you know. That's why I said no longer with us. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but, but right now, uh, uh, again, that's one of the things, you know, we always, I always tell my kids and my family that uh, knowledge is power. You know, and, and that's when they always acknowledge that in my prayer because I was a young man. And I feel like information should be learned. So I think the MC can get the time to find some old blue books or we can get some new blue books and make it a priority for the, for the change of Missoula Chemical Commerce. And also, uh-huh. you know, uh, we can you know, get this for the station and put it on our website, Scott. If we get some books, and people can have access to them. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would be a good deal. Yeah. So, uh, and then with uh, Scott being our faithful engineer, he's engineering us what to do, so that's what we're going to follow through on. We can do yeah, that. And also being our junior manager, you know, again, you know, that'll give us some traffic some, some, uh, you know, on our website when we get this. Now, this would be a good project, okay? I mean, uh, I'm going to you know, call around and see if there's any books still available. And also, if in fact that there are some that's going to be, you know, be for sale, and if it is uh-huh. okay, you know, we can uh, also figure out how we can put it online, Scott. We could be a yeah, venue we'll for that. Whatever. That wouldn't be a problem. That be one way we could go, Scott. Yeah, we we can be a venue for it. Uh, Dropship it if nothing else. Mm-hmm. You, you bet. Well, I think for the most part, that it, it, it is online now. Okay? It had been online. Okay, when they took, they took it out of circulation, they put it online. And and so now I haven't looked at it online, but that means it's still online. Uh, I see if we can get uh, get, 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 get connections from Taylor State Office, so we can put we can put it on the station you know, on our website. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right now, it's, 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 it's one of those books that you get it. Uh, you're gonna be blown away. Matter of fact, it, is, it has the salary of all the state workers in the state. All the, I mean, all of your, all of your mayors, you know, no, not your mayors, all your state representatives, all your uh, coaches, all of you know, you know, uh, all of your you know, social, uh, social workers, university teachers in, in too. Any department in the, in, in the state government, they service and listen to this book. It has university teachers too, their salaries as well. All the, all the, all the public employees. They have the information in the blue book. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's one of those books. Okay, matter of fact, I remember years ago, my 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 brother that time working for the state. Now I looked his name up, <laughs> and he said, "We can just find how how you get this? Just legal?" <laughs> I said, "Wait a minute, this is best. This is everybody knows this stuff." He said, "Can I get? I give him a couple of books. You couldn't believe it, okay? And that this information was just very very, and that's the whole thing. I always say it's going to happen." Put it in a book. Yep, they said that. They, well, they said about us. If you don't want the research, put it in a book. And it's been a, uh, nothing new, but unfortunately, uh, we have more now to look at, you know, than we ever had before. So uh, I know it's supposed to be online. I, I hope if it is, Scott, I do some research to find out if it is. It is online. I've just found it. Mm-hmm. It is online. I just found it. It's under sos.mo.gov slash blue book. Okay, great. Okay. And that's something. If you want to listen to us right now, uh, we're going to continue to push this, right? 
that people should need to go to our website there and, and look at this. Uh, and you can find out who your state rep is. As a matter of fact, this, this book has so much information. You know, it, it, it tells you also, uh, if you have any, like, let's say you have a problem with a lawyer, you want to file a complaint about on a legal issue. This book, okay, uh, allows you to be able to do that. Because they had all that public information. I used to get them because I, I knew people or friends within the state legislature. And uh, every year I got, but like you said, now it's old. Well, that'd be a pretty good uh, deal we can kind of uh, partnership on and try to make it work effectively. And a lot of people don't know that the question's going to be asked, and now they got buses going around. What if I don't have? Uh, one of the sports phones, or what if I don't have uh, internet via uh, uh, what's called a computer? How do you reach them? Well, that's why I'm going to check and see if, if in fact, the book, we get some old books, because the, 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 uh, in this case, the information that would change is just the, 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 the people that have been charged in the office, uh, who like the future, their names would change. But the, uh, but, and, and also the people that were, that were appointed to, to those committees, these pictures were changed also, but the information stayed the same. That's true. I mean, the contact information that stayed the same. Matter of fact, uh, we just being joined by Mr. Chuck. How are you doing, Chuck? I'm good. How about everybody? Like, we got Mr. Richardson uh, on the program. Uh, he, he went out uh, uh, to chamber in, uh, in Kansas City. And he also is the host of a long-running show in Kansas City. Just has come to Kansas City for over 37 years. He's been on the air, with the, with the, and, he, and he, he now joined us on our station here on First Energy High Tower Radio. And also, he's the uh, founder of the United Minority Media Association, the oldest black media association in the country, uh, in the world. I'm gonna have to, have to, what is that? You see? Correct me. Well, it's United Minority Media Association. Inc. Incorporated, we're 501c3, and we're the oldest uh, minority media station in the nation. We also are senior uh, minority media advocacy group in the country. And what we need to do, uh, we're talking about what we communicate now, communication is one of the key. We both got to better promote our different entities because a lot of people don't know. And so that's something we need to do. We can do it through our people that are part of the group, our associates, associates rather, our corporate membership, and we got all kind of ways of the school, the library, and we're going to have a young lady, a uh, librarian, on our show at 5 o'clock, and she can just tell us how to make that uh, into reality. Same way with the Blue Book. I know all... They make sure the library's got those books. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what we're talking about, okay, in Missouri, uh, there was, uh, every year was called a blue book. It had all the facts about state government, all, I mean, all your Secretary of State, all the information, how to file, you know, your, your complaints, you know, uh, anything about state government, okay, and, and people in you know, salaries, the whole nine yards. And they just changed the book a couple of years ago. And they put it online now. It's called Missouri, Missouri Blue Book. Uh, and what we're going to do is uh, put it online at the station. Ira? As well as, yes. 
I read the, uh, it's already posted on our uh, uh, station website. It's, uh, okay, it's great. a button that says download the 2019-2020 Missouri Blue Book. Okay, this is the information that's, uh, matter of fact, it has so much information that people think you are, uh, that you're an expert all of a sudden, okay, on this state. But, uh, Chuck, this is something that we're going to you know, advocate for, that people know the facts about what's going on, uh, and that's something we, we, we haven't done. And, uh, and also, uh, Chuck, uh, I'm going to take the liberty to invite you on uh, MC show. Uh, and he comes on at 5 o'clock. He's the standard time. Come on and talk a little bit about the NASDAQ Chamber of Commerce. Central Standard. Central, Central Standard Time. And we're going to invite you on to talk about the American Dream Fund market that we're going to talk about a little about today. <laughs> so, so, Chuck, uh, right now, uh, I know a lot's going on. You know, uh, and we're talking about in, in our state of Missouri here, but nationally, I know. On everybody's mind is what, uh, what's the tone in Washington D.C. with the president being being, being in the hospital, in hospital. What's going on there? It's uh, it's quite serious. The tone is is uh, you know it's 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 almost like three or four different type of uh, perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the people that are. Uh, I don't even know how to describe people that just doom and gloom. You know, they they cheer somebody else's uh, downfall or, or or whatever. So they're, they're measuring that off social media, which is kind of typical. But overall, there there's great concern that after all this time, as defiant as the president was, that uh, somehow it got into his ranks and uh, a lot of people are, are being affected and so there's some media people that are close to the uh, i think they call the white house press corps they are the white house press corps. Yeah, they are, they are, they're uh, saying they're saying things that aren't as uh that, that are that are more serious than the official statements and the uh Read between the lines, you know the, the, the president's personality. There's there's good reason to be concerned. But you know the the person that the president's doctor is the one who gave one gave one perspective because he refused to admit that the president got air you know, you know oxygen when he but anybody gets into ambulance because you know, uh, uh, Ram was, was an EMT an EMS operator. You go in the hospital, no matter who you are, they're gonna put their hair, they're gonna put their hands on your face, and 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 his, and his, and, his, and his doctor didn't want, didn't want to get there. That's what I mean. So it's an ambulance. Hmm. Or in the ambulance, they put a mask on. You mean so that? Go ahead. I'm sorry. He should have been in an ambulance. An ambulance. I'm not following what you're saying. No, no. I'm saying they were his 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 doctor is saying. In a press conference, that he would ask a question, he had to give him oxygen, and and he refused to answer the question. He said, "I want to say no," but we all know if you go to anybody, you know, go to a hospital, the first thing they do is give you oxygen, make sure that you don't pass on what's going on, but make sure you get a lot of oxygen. Yeah, you, you put a mask on first, but 
some of the key things that you can tell, because they, they're, you know, they're, they're trying not to, I mean, you got so many dynamics going. You've got the political or the election type of thing, but then you've got a serious, serious stability of what is a fragile uh, presence of the country itself. There's this, there's a group of people that are, you know, the conspiracy theorists are saying that the Democrats did it because none of them are getting it and they're in the same places. Then there's another group that's saying the Chinese are doing it. And then there's a group that, you know, it's just like, <clears throat> whatever it is, he definitely got it. He definitely had uh, issues with his vital signs uh, and whether there was a fever or something, and if you look at what they're treating with, they're even including uh, Pepsi. Pepsi was one of the things they're giving, and that inclines that there's a gastro, uh, gastronomically uh, issues there, like digestion or something going on with his, his core system. Uh, and when you saw him walk to the helicopter, you could tell he was affected. Now, you can't try to read too much in it, but he was um, outside his normal uh, swagger, braggadocio mm-hmm. type of demeanor, which is just his personality. Then he got up and said, you know, I think I feel fine, which is implying that the others did not think he was feeling mm-hmm. fine. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, so one of the things that if you talk to anybody that's had COVID or been facing ICU, they've got, they, they got a thing, man. If you get on one of them ventilators, brother, it's a whole different ball game. Okay. And, you know, if they were asking, is he on oxygen? You know, they're kind of pushing it at him a little bit. But uh, whatever the case is, in any 74 years old, it's serious. Just the fact you even got uh, tested positive is serious in, in itself. And so they're scrambling to halt it, reverse it, stop it from expanding or getting any worse than it is. And uh, having known some people that have had it and been on it, they are, they're, they're fearing for death. It's, it's kind of like a, uh, a roller coaster in the sense that you can't get off in the middle of it. You either, you, you either go all the way through the processes of it or maybe you don't have to go as deep. You know, like on the roller coaster, you don't have as deep a drop or dramatic highs and lows as much as your experience is what it is. Now, a lot of people have gotten it and not had the worst-case scenario, but this, you know, at this day and age, anybody getting it now is not getting the same strain that was out in maybe February, March. Right. But, but you know, so it's, it's, it's evolving. But the bottom line is it's being taken quite seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, Chuck, I, I became concerned, okay, when they were so far to use an experimental drug, okay, that to me didn't go over well. That's powerful personally, okay. And I know people who have been on it, you know, and uh, some who have died from it. And the ones who have, who have survived, you know, they tell you, 
you don't want to go through this. This is a hell of a thing that nobody should go through. And the one that has survived it. And like, like you mentioned, the analogy of being on a roller coaster. And there's a good analogy called on a roller coaster. You cannot get off a roller coaster. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can, you can fear him for your life, and all you got to do is hold on and hope hold on soon. Yeah, hold on. But you know what you just said. Now that's that's the topic. Now that you know we're having around our kitchen tables and whatnot about that experimental stuff. So you know, my crew they asked me, said, "Wait a minute, experimental drug? Why? You, who? Why? You know, who would take an experimental drug?" And so there's a lot of implications there. One certainly is that. It's serious enough that you're taking an experimental drug. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, 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 that's not that's something nice you do just to be precautionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the other part of it is, so just how experimental is or is it not? You know, so part of the FDA uh, process to move it from trial or experimental to where is a number of different trials itself. A number of different people have to have um, been documented and case studied as to the complete physiological experience that your body has with once you come in contact with that particular treatment. Uh, in this case, it's not a vaccine, it's a treatment. And so, uh, you know, it may be further along than what, you know, we know the general public, or he may be seriously, seriously uh, in fear that they like not giving the, you know, giving this, giving that, you know, kind of thing. I, I, I think we're gonna find out here quickly. And to be honest, which I really believe, just the fact he's up and whatever, even though he looks, he doesn't look like himself. But that's you know, just you know, that's just eyeball. You know, you know just to, to me, okay, we walk out with a mask on. You know what I mean? You know, and you notice he had to put a presidential mask on, you know, you know, the seal on the mask. I'm not gonna, I look at all the details. And something that may not mean much okay, but when he got on the helicopter there, he kind of, you know, kept, kept, you know, the, you know, the stress a couple of times. Well, to me, okay, then that's what I see you can do stuff like that, okay. They're kind of worried about, they're they, they worried. For like a better, that's just a nervous twist, so to speak. And he never done that, they're worried. There is in this way, whatever uh, he felt, and they contradicted him and said, "No, no, no, son, you're you're sick of it that you try to uh, portray. You can't, you can't tough this one out." Right. Now, now, help me understand this, okay? Let's go to this timeline. You know, I talked about it a little bit briefly earlier on in the program, but he had a, a fundraiser at his resort. And he went to a rally. Now, it's been reported that he knew about this before we knew about this, which makes good sense. How that is, look at that, how he answered. How did he see in the White House? Presently, you know, they don't you know, you know people have got to have you know, some distrust about things. And that the people that are, that, and you, you got to put some truth to it because the way people who were infected at the, uh, on Saturday last a week ago today, how did people come down with level of people who were, at the, uh, at, the, at the you know the, the, the events you know and on the, on, the, on, the, on the White House, who are now tested positive, including a, 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 a former Governor Christie of New Jersey. You know, and and, and also Chuck, let me put this into this, okay. Uh, Obama 
healthcare, we want to call it, is something that uh, that's uh, important, and also the nomination for the Supreme Court. Well, right now, you have maybe as many as three or four, three or four citizens now who have come down with this virus. And so they got to be in, 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 you know, in the Senate, okay, for them to vote. They can't do this, you know, virtually. You know, they, they need votes and stuff. But this has thrown a whole lot of, this, 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 you know, this, this announcement last week has thrown a whole lot of monkey wrench into the uh, Republican Party, the higher echelon. That this thing is falling out here. And it's just amazing how this is how it's so fast. I never saw a spread this fast before. A serious issue. It's beyond serious. They've got to now. You, you know, they've got these uh, apps for your phone, and I think they were using them. Um, I think it was like at the football games or something. But anyway, you register for the app. The app puts it on your phone, but it also comes with. Uh, oh, they're using it for airports, and they um, they take your health. And then your phone kind of tracks who comes within such a distance of your, what other phones come within such a distance of your phone. Oh, it's on my phone. they got it now. It's on my phone. Yeah, they got, you, you, you've got to now go back. I mean, really, you got to go to everybody that attended those rallies. And And one of them was a high-level donors rally that everybody was there in defiance. You know, it's kind of like, uh. Uh, the ideology rally. We don't we don't wear masks, and so oh, wow. you know even at the debate they asked the family to wear them, and somebody they told you know the rules of the debate was supposed to wear a mask. They said we ain't wearing masks. Yeah. All that defiance and all that's coming back to to haunt you know now. And then these other people that are testing positive or not testing positive, and then you're gonna come back tested again and again in 14 days of you know, am I really, you know, uh, positive or am I really not positive? One thing for sure, once you go positive, you're gone. You're in quarantine and you all that. And you're kind of just waiting for the other shoe to drop to see, you know, am I on the the, 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 the big roller coaster? Am I, well, you know, am I on the little one? You know, which, which way is this thing going? So let me kind of, I know you've been watching TV before we came, you came on the air, okay? There's also been, been, a, been a report that Cam Newton, of the uh, New England Patriots has been tested positive. On uh, one report, I heard that uh, they had canceled the game tomorrow. Tomorrow for the Kansas City Chiefs. Have you heard any more about that? Uh, no, I have not, and I've not been uh, paying close attention to the news for the past few hours. But it wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, and, and I'll tell you one thing: the, the thing that did surprise me a little bit is I think it was the uh, Jets-Viking game. Mm-hmm. This is the Jets. But they, whoever was playing the Vikings, might have been the Titans. Oh, no, it was the Titans. Yeah, the Titans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they tested they tested positive, and then, uh, uh, I don't know, a bunch more tested positive after the first one discovered what they're saying. Nobody on the team they were playing against mm-hmm. came up with it, uh, which was the Vikings. And so the NHL and the NBA seems to have been doing very well, and they've kind of like gotten down to their 
finals. The NHL's over now, and the NBA's in their finals. So they're they're they have made it almost all the way to the completion of what they were set out to do, and that is to have have a champion in this in this season without losing the whole season. And so the NFL, which is really just what it gained out uh, week three or something. Yeah, they got a two schedule, all in two, all in three or something. It'd be week yeah. four. They got they got a ways to go, and if you have to start canceling games, see that's that's how vicious this is. You can't go. You can if somebody tests positive on your team, you try to isolate them as quickly as possible, but you're obligated to start testing like crazy on everybody and anybody. They mm. came anywhere around it. And once that happens, man, can you imagine that uh, that slot now is for a game? You know, every game's televised. Every game's been paid for by some uh-huh. broadcast company and some licensing situation. And not to mention what it means to your, uh, like, local radio networks and all that kind of thing. Man, that's serious money. And so you're right. going to... You know, you will invest and do what you need to do to protect your business because you're one of the last few businesses that's, that's still got a heartbeat or still trying. You know, mm-hmm. still trying to make something happen. You know, you look at man, you look at these restaurants. It's, it's an industry that has. It's almost like I mean I I I keep coming back to this like a nuclear bomb. If there was a way to hit an industry and wipe them out. Well, restaurants or hotels, the airlines, man, they were just thinking they were getting ready to uh, see the uh, uptick. And, and, and boom, it, it, was a, it was like Labor Day, it, it went up, and all of a sudden that bad boy is dropping like a rock. And, right. and on top of that, Congress can't come up with uh, uh, relief. Another stimulus bill or something. You have to understand this, okay? The money that we're talking about is our money. Why can't the Republicans and the citizens, okay, come together here and say, in my state, I want to help my people? Because that's not what the, that's not what they're, that's not, that's too much like, right, it's too much like what should be happening. Right, Unfortunately, the liberties have grown to such an extent that we're going to be like, damn the people. Damn the need, or, or, or you got one side that's saying oh, it's all about the people, and the other side is saying, well, if it's about the people, why you got all this other stuff in here? You know, it, 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 it is it's a sign of the times, man, and, and it's, gotten, it's been this way for a while, and now here we got a crisis and a need, and everybody's kind of stuck in their gear or stuck on the, uh, you know, Second verse, same as the first. That's, you know, they have that phrase, ticking the can down the road. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah, picking it up. Right, right. You know, and I guess, you know, to me, well, I mean, I guess like small businesses, you know, which is our, uh, which is the, our chambers, you know, they're being affected, you know, the hardest because the first money came out and the money came out, we will be barely got out of anything out of it. I mean, yeah, man. Yeah, say it again. You know, two or three rounds. All this money that's been spent, and now, you know, whether taxes going to be cut or this or that, man, it's like, this paper money, it, it, 
what value does it really have? No, another thing, right quick, uh, I didn't get into it a lot. Okay, the census, uh, I got word, you know, officially, you know, from uh, the census people that, that they're going to be continuing through the end of October. And it would not be ending October 5th. The, the federal judge in California are rooted in a standard, which is a good thing for, for everyone, you know, in, you know especially in, in, in the black community. And now the circuit, because they're going to need, 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 need these services the most of anybody, especially when these times for the people to be counted. It's, uh, I mean, the census, the census has been blown off, blown off track, too. Yes, oh my God, yes. You know, okay. and so, uh, I, I, you know, we're, we're going to, we're basically picking up the pieces and salvaging all a lot of stuff. The census is one thing that's been uh, dramatically impacted, and they've got to uh, scramble and do what they can. I'm going to tell you something else, too. Uh, I, I don't know if you've got your ballots. They, you know, some ballots show up in the mail. Mm -hmm. And so we started looking at them and trying to decide, because I said, well, them ballots there don't look like the ones I saw on TV, because the ones on TV for the mail are like an 8 by 10 uh, type envelope. These were like uh, letter, legal letter signs. And so we started reading it and found out that if you want to do a mail-in, you got to request it. Or you have to ask for it. Now, the one, the one that you receive, which looks like a, a business letter, that one you can, I believe you can drop it off to a drop box or something. But, you, you, you know, anybody's looking at it and weighing your options. Oh, and the other thing is a lot of your uh, traditional polling stations or places with polls where you can go and vote aren't going to be there. Then, then oh, all yeah, of them and, 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 and that makes no sense. I mean, it, does any of it make any sense? Because they're no. making the rules up as they go. You know, Chuck, you know, there's an old song that came out years ago. Have you cut the piece? Remember that? Say that again? There's an old song that came out years ago called Pick Up the Piece. Remember that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Average white man. Yeah, average white man. Okay. Pick Up the Pieces. And right now, yeah. that's, that's where we are now, picking up the pieces and trying to put, put something together that seems like. Trying to make it like make good sense, and and making yeah. good sense is, is something that's a hard time to come by nowadays. Yep, you know you mentioned about yeah, absolutely, and, and that's exactly what it is. We're salvaging, we're picking up the pieces, of, and you're not even sure what what, what pieces they are to pick up, which ones right. are good, which ones are not. Right, right, right. Change because you're, you know, you you, you were. Driving over land, now you're in, you, you know, you have to be a boat. You have to go through water or snow or something. You know, the things, the terrain and what the necessities are have changed dynamically. Yeah. And it's changing every day. I mean, I that every day with the social media. It changes in the hour, every minute. Yeah. You know, we live in a 24-hour in the world now that, uh, you know, there was a time, you know, we had uh, three TV stations, you know, NBC, ABC, and CBS. And at 10 o'clock, they went out there. But now, everything is, you know, is going 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And there's no time, you know, they, we always, you know, we always, if I was well-rested. Nowadays, there's no rest. Because someplace, somewhere, you, you got your mind working. Good or bad, you got your mind working. 
Yes. You, you better. <laughs> you can't. Because well, you, you, you blink, unfortunately, you know, the world has changed. It just, it just, it just, let, let, me, let me share a, a, a personal experience uh, with, with our listeners that gave me, you know, you know how to tell a smell of coffee or the uh, mm-hmm. litmus paper or some, some, some sign of what really is out here. So we did this uh, American Express uh, partner in coalition to back black business, which was $5,000 grants. Mm-hmm. And we started uh, we started awarding the grants this past week. And I've really been, had to sit down and think about when somebody, when you tell them, a business owner, that they've been awarded a $5,000 grant. Mm-hmm. You, you would think heaven is parted and uh, they've been anointed and an angel or something. It's just, I mean, it's, a, it's like a miracle. That's how mm-hmm. impactful or how needed it is. Mm-hmm. A little bit of that, you know, it's a lot of money, but it's really not in business depending on, you know, what or how, but they need it so bad and they're so mm-hmm. grateful to be getting anything. Mm-hmm. And that, that and, and these are these are still businesses that are open and operating, but they're right on the edge. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's really vital. So you don't know this about what's going on, like behind the scenes of a business, or you drive down the street, you see they're not open. Or uh, I actually was out, and you know, we've kind of been doing grab and go or curbside pickups, but I've seen. Uh, a lot of businesses where there there's somebody in there but they're not really open or mm-hmm. or the door you know oh, oh here's one so the other night uh we've been out we're coming home and said well we, you know we, what we got to eat at home so we're gonna stop and go somewhere and pick it up so we said i forgot what the first one was but we pulled up there and man it was a line for drive through and then you look at the door and there's a line of people standing outside the door trying to get in so it's most most of the fast food places are like that and uh, i said to myself this is serious <laughs> because you, you know they're open but then i looked inside i went you know i drove around and said well we ain't getting in that line and i'm talking about a line like down and around the parking lot like over 30 cars or something I said, woo wee, ain't nobody cooking and you know, what's going on? And you look up in there, man, it's about four or five people working. Yeah, ain't that yeah. many of them working. Yeah, and they just basically manning the drive through. Mm-hmm. And if you could use an app or something like that, you could get an order in and you could pick it up or somebody like DoorDash or Grub or somebody else might deliver it to you. But that's that industry, man, has been just cut down to their knees. Well, Chuck, I tell you what, you know, one, our one friend of ours that always moves on is called the clock. Okay. And yes, so, uh, Mr. Richard, I want to thank you for being a part of the Merchants of Dimension of Commerce, along with this, uh, our global ambassador who's given us some updates. And also, we want to go out to have that prayers for the president and his family. And anyone that comes in contact with this, this virus, you know, the millions of people around the world, we can keep us in our prayers. I want to thank you for joining us. Life is good. Please be safe. And we'll talk again next week. Life is good. And also, Lord, watch your hands. Social distance. And peace with our man. Now, life is good. Be safe.
That's the reason why. 